Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. It looks like we have a problem, or certainly one that could very rapidly become a problem, with our unfriendly COVID-19. And Dr. Marie Casey, who is from Public Health Midwest, is on the line to tell us more. Good morning to you, Marie. Good morning. <laughs> so how worried should we be about this uh, this spike in COVID-19 cases, especially, it seems, in Limerick City and County? Yes, we are seeing a, uh, a rise in cases in Limerick. Um, so over the last, I suppose, couple of days, almost up to a week, we've seen a doubling of cases in Limerick City and County compared to what we had two weeks ago even. So it, it is something that we are concerned about. But I suppose... It's the same with every other situation. We just want to draw attention to this and encourage people to go for testing and to encourage people to adhere to public health guidelines. We have had outbreaks in other communities across the region over the last over the last year, to be honest. Um, and the fastest way out really is when people start kind of adhering to guidelines and present for testing so we can identify those cases quickly. But how quickly could the number of cases that are already rising pretty rapidly get to a point where they're out of control? Well, the thing is, I suppose it is very fast. We saw that before Christmas that, um, you know, in two weeks, we, we went from fairly numbers like we had now, you know, nationally, uh, and it, it, it multiplied many, many times. So it can happen very quickly. And I suppose our concern is with the new variants, we get more intense clustering with them now. So we see way more infection of, of contacts of cases than we used to Um at the same time last year, you know, you know, so it actually does mean that we want to address these things rather quickly. And um, I suppose for people who have symptoms to come forward and get tested. And when you say the new variant, uh, are you saying it's the UK based variant? Absolutely. Yeah, that's the main one at the moment. And um, are you checking the cases to see if the Indian or South African variant is present in Limerick? Um, so at the moment, all all samples are being are going through the National Virus Reference Laboratory, and they are being sequenced as well um, to uh, see what type of variants there are, you know, and are, are present in the community. Have you any reporting back from that yet? Oh, we we, we get um, updates on them every few, uh, a couple of weeks after each um, sampling, so we can actually see what's going on. So we're not we're not seeing an, uh, a massive increase in Indian variant. We're just seeing it's more the UK variant again. But you are seeing some cases of the Indian variant in Limerick. Uh, there are small numbers, but very contained. But isn't that a real worry? Because the Indian variant we're hearing is up to 50% more transmissible than the British variant, which was much more transmissible than the original variant. If you see what I, mean. I know, I know. There's, it, it seems like every time we get a variant, it seems to be more uh, increased in transmission. But it's... If we are keeping an eye on it. We are contact tracing very, very carefully for every every case that comes through because we treat everything as a case to be treated very with great suspicion and care. So we do, we do make sure that we are investigating everything um, to the utmost and identifying cases and contacts. And I suppose that's part of why we're asking people to present for testing at the moment. We want people to come forward, get tested, whether whether they have symptoms or if they think they've been at risk of actually contacting contracting COVID recently and actually get them to come forward and comfort testing. Yeah. And that way, that's the fastest way out of this. And we've seen this actually in community in when we had an outbreak in Nina earlier on in the year. Um, we saw that the community came forward for testing very quickly. They were absolutely brilliant. 
and we got that outbreak under control very quickly. So I suppose we work very closely with um, with the community and with public health, public health ourselves to actually get the cases under control. Right. We're chatting to Dr. Marie Casey of the Department of Public Health in the Midwest about the spike in figures uh, locally, I think over 250 cases in the last eight days. Um, you are seeing cases in schools, in homes, in workplaces? Absolutely. That's, we're seeing cases across the region in different settings, and that's very much to be expected. So uh, at the moment, as people are in school, as people are going, returning to work, as people are you know, going about their daily lives, infection can occur in a range of settings. So I suppose we are managing a, a huge number of situations in each of those. Now, we are getting the outbreaks very rapidly under control, and I think we're doing very well considering the, the cyber attack and the limitations we have. Um, but I suppose what we are asking people is to be extra cautious from now on, um, to have a low threshold for going in for testing. And I suppose we can see, we have seen from our own experience in the past that we can get these outbreaks under control if we identify the cases really quickly. And that's helped by the community when they go for testing. But we're not far from the leaving cert, are we, where students all over Limerick City and uh, County will be uh, expecting to sit relatively close to each other in exam halls. Yes, well, actually, um, that's why the CMO recently came out and was advising that 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 uh, families who have leaving cert students um, in them actually take extra precautions leading up to the exam. So we're seeing that in practice. A lot of those families are being very, very careful leading up to the exam time, which is really what they should be doing. Um, now, I will say that I'm hopeful that we will get the situation under control. We are. I'm hearing from community testing that people are actually turning up for testing and we've got really good uptake. So I'm anticipating that this will, will be under control once we get um, the cases identified and our contact tracing can happen. There are some younger people who are quite ill in hospital in Limerick. I can't comment on individual cases, but there has been there have been younger people involved in in hospital admissions over the the, the course of the pandemic. Right. Well, yeah. just hang on a minute now. Collect Cowan says uh, we've seen an increase. She's the CEO of the UL Hospitals. Mm. Well, this isn't the official statement now that has come from um, from you guys. We've seen an increase in COVID related activity mm. in our hospitals in recent days. There are currently twelve COVID positive inpatients in UHL. This includes a small number of relatively young people so unwell that they've required critical care. Mm. I mean, those those patients are under collect care in the in the hospital group, so I can't I can't comment on them. Right. Yeah, but, but I assume it, she I mean, wouldn't it, have put it, it, it in a, an official well, statement if it wasn't the case. I mean, well, I think it's probably important that younger people are aware that you know, yeah. a they can get sick, and b are they not the main spreaders at the moment? Well, young people, I mean, young people, the main spreaders. I suppose what we're seeing at the moment is that with the vaccination program taking taking you know uh, being undertaken and having lots of coverage in the older age groups, that naturally the infections will be more seen more in the younger age groups. That is going to be a feature for the coming months. So we're going to see that anyway. And um, we are seeing some spread, but it, it is across adults, you know, the younger adults anyway, um, and up to in the unvaccinated age groups, which is. Now, we're only just starting vaccination in the 40 to 49 age group. So I suppose, you know, we're still seeing cases in that age group downwards.
Yes. Well, to a certain extent, you know. I'm. Well, whether you rather is young now. <laughs> young well, well I, I was called for my vaccine myself. I'm looking forward to going out to the mass vaccination centre in the next few days. I'm delighted so to hear that. I'll be. I'll tell you one thing. They'll they'll have to drag me away from there. I'll be looking for anything to be stuck in my arm to make sure that uh, we can avoid COVID nineteen if we can at all. The HSE hack you mentioned as well. Um, I, one of the things I sense here is that you know from a local media point of view, obviously we have been covering numbers over the last 12 months consistently, just trying to keep it in people's minds. Um, but unfortunately, it hasn't been as easy because of the hack. Oh, it, it's created huge, huge difficulties for the, the whole of the HSE and ourselves included. Um, so currently, contact tracing is happening and the contact tracing systems are operational, which is absolutely brilliant, uh, a miracle really, to be honest. Um, our own systems and our own departments of public health, we don't have any systems in place at the moment. We have no access to email and we have no access to our, our old fold files or folders or anything like that. So we've we've gone back a bit in time and we're using paper and other documents to maintain records of our outbreaks. So things are a little slower than they used to be and a little less efficient. But we are doing our absolute utmost to keep the service going and keep things going until we get our services back again. But it is a huge challenge. It's very, very difficult. And it's very, very difficult for our colleagues in community health as well and in the hospital group. Um, yeah. Okay. Not, and, not great timing for us, to be honest. No. You, and you have yeah. the clinic on the Bally Simon Road um, yes. for testing, and then there's a, a pop up one, as it's called, opening on St. Joseph's campus on Mulgrave Street. Absolutely. So that's actually opening from um, Wednesday, the 26th, which is tomorrow. Um, it's opening from 11 to 7 pm, and it's going opening until Sunday. Um, as well. So it's going on for a couple of days and that's going to be operated by the National Ambulance Service and the HSC Community Healthcare as well. And, and people are encouraged to just go along there without an appointment, isn't that right? And I presume they can, if they're worried about their their uh, young younger children, for example, teenagers or whatever, c- can they bring them too, even if they're not showing symptoms? Yes. So the thing is, we've, we're asking for really two groups of people. We're asking for people who have symptoms and we're also asking for people who uh, may be concerned that they've been exposed. So they may be at an event or they may have been socialising or they may be aware of cases in their social in their social groupings or their social contacts. So they may be concerned and we're asking for them to come as well. Um, we're very much focused on people in the Limerick City and Enverance um, as well because that's where most of our cases are at the moment. That's where most of your cases are in the Limerick City area? Yeah. yeah. Right. And of course the difficulty there is that obviously that's a population base so... Yeah, the risks are, are are even higher than in terms of of transmission, aren't they? Yeah, that's and that's and that's why we put the walk-in testing there too to make it easier for people to attend and to actually get there as well. Um, yeah. So we're hoping well, to I, identify the rest of the cases. The I, same kind of process worked very well in Ina. And actually, just to address your other point, there all age groups can attend. So if children come, they must come with a parent um, or guardian and. Uh, they must have identification as well. So Okay, um, and yeah. finally, we have to get the balance right. We don't want to frighten people unduly. No. However, no. the reality is there has been a lot of relaxation. You know, there's been actual relaxation in terms of the lifting of restrictions. And, you know, we've heard lots from psychologists over the last while about uh, preemptive behaviour. And, and, you know, the truth is it's not in people's minds as much. And that makes it a very high risk environment right now. 
It does. And I suppose I, I think it's very important to say that it's not about terrifying people or scaring people. I think it's what, what I want to put across is that we want to communicate what's going on in people's communities so they know what's going on, so they can take their own, um, you know, take their own preventative actions and they can go for testing if they're a bit suspicious of the symptoms they have. Um, or if they think they're particularly at risk. So it's really about us giving you the information and the community the information. And then they can use that information to actually adhere more, to remember the public health guidelines more, present for testing as well to help us identify cases. And then we can get that outbreak under control uh, much more quickly. And we've done it before. We can do this again. So it's just part of all of us playing our part. I suppose on our side, we'll be contact tracing all those cases. Um, we'll be giving you advice to isolate so that they you know, don't spread it on any further. Okay. And we'd also be controlling the outbreaks. So it's really a team effort. Uh, all right. Here. All right. Well, listen, we certainly don't want to go backwards, that's for sure. Thank you very much for talking to us and for your advice and the work that you and your colleagues continue to do. It's such a pity that it's been so difficult for you with the HSE hack, as well as you were explaining. That's Dr. Marie Casey from the Department of Public Health in the Midwest asking you to please take heed of her message this morning. Call Limerick today now on 461995.